gentlemen, welcome back to the Vibe of Shetty Experience, the Inside Scoop episode 7. Uh, today is a very special episode. I've normally covered all forms of combat sports like Jiu Jitsu, uh, Muay Thai, kickboxing, boxing, and MMA. Uh, but this time I'm doing something a little different. Most of us in India, even outside, have grown up uh, watching professional wrestling, specifically WWF and now WWE. And for many of us, that was the very first exposure to combat sports, especially in India. Um, the person I'm going to bring in today is an artist, a talent, and authority figure in a wrestling promotion in India called Wrestling Square. So without any further ado, let me bring in Abby Mania. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I can. Me, okay, let me get my mic and headphones uh, little set up. I think that's cutting out the position. Yeah, is this better? Yeah. Perfect. Welcome to the show, Abhishek. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. So, should I call you Abhishek? Should I call you Abby Maniac? What should I call you? <laughs> <laughs> Anything. You can Perfect. call me uh, Abhishek. Right. So Abhishek, he's a talent at Wrestle Square. He's a podcaster. He's an authority figure, if I'm not mistaken, and he's also on commentary at Wrestle Square. Yeah. Right. So Abhishek, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm really glad to have you here. Uh, for the past few months, you know, I've been telling people I've been covering jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, muay thai, boxing. Uh, you know, the range of combat sports that we see in the world today, but most of us, especially in India, the very first exposure we got to combat sports was uh, WWF, which is now WWE. Yeah. And yeah. even MMA, we had no idea what MMA was until the world's, you know, the most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock, came into WWF. That's the first time we ever heard of MMA. Uh, so that's where the love of combat sports actually came for, you know, uh, me and I'm sure for you as well. So I'm, I'm really happy to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, can you tell me, tell uh, the folks on the stream a little bit about you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, you can say around 2018, 2019, I started working with Wrestle Square, and you were touching upon the subject of professional wrestling. So, I started. Uh, you can say watching professional wrestling or WWF at the time uh, when I was five years old. Mm -hmm. It was the heights of the uh, Attitude Era. We were talking about The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Triple H, and Jim Ross calling uh, Triple H all sons of uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was the start you can say for me and uh, you know afterwards many things uh, you know went by with regards to the telecast of wwf here and there was a time when it got you know cut short because of maybe some people were saying that it is not uh, you can say very healthy quote unquote to watch wrestling uh, 
you know, crass stuff was happening with regards to Sable, Tony Wilson and stuff like that. Right. So it got a little, uh, you can say a break came about for me watching professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And uh, next I can, uh, you know, remember was uh, in the year 2010, 2011, when I really got into the zone, per se, with regards to watching professional wrestling. Right. Well, nice. And I, I remember the blackout period that you were talking talking about, you know, because uh, when I was watching in 1999, I remember Chris Jericho made his debut. And mm-hmm. he was one of my, you know, favorite wrestlers. And then this blackout came. And I used to read dirt sheets online. And out of the blue, I, I read that this Chris Jericho is an un, undisputed champion. And that killed me so much that I couldn't see that uh, invasion angle out in India. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I totally get what you're going, uh, what you're talking about. Because when the Tori uh, Wilson or, you know, Trish Tata segments used to come, and there were some segments, I would wait with the remote to change the channel in case something, you know, what <laughs> <laughs> was happening. And I have to change before my parents walk in. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm sure most of us grew up with the love of this. And I think, you know, I grew up in Bombay. So I still had the opportunity to see some of these uh, wrestlers uh, live when they came down for, you know, with the few rare shows which happened in India. But never have I actually attended a live show. You know, even when in Bombay, I never got a chance. But you're living the dream. You're actually working with the promotion (laughs) in India. How how is that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, I would agree. It is a dream. Uh, but, you know, it, you can say it came at a cost. Uh, I, I can't say basically, you know, in 2016, my father passed away. And uh, yeah, so I thought at that at the time, if I want to uh, continue my journey with regards to the, uh, you can say the aspect you know, my father had this uh, dream as he was also a chartered accountant, a corporate accountant. So he, you know, took me by the hand and, you know, he was going forward with me and he said that no problems, uh, we can take care of it and stuff like that. But when he passed away, then I sort of uh, contemplated that what I want to do. So I came to the conclusion that I want to pursue something which I like, which brings me joy, which brings me peace. And, uh, you know, the stars aligned that I got into uh, contact with Mr. Vinayak at uh, Wrestle Square. And, you know, things came about afterwards. Then, uh, you know, a TV show from Wrestle Square happened with Dangal Ke Surma. Uh, I was at the tapings. I was, uh, you can say, in charge of the entrances of the stage uh, segments. So it after the show got over, uh, you know, the tapings happened. I was like, "This is it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to earn a living from this." So, oh, yeah. That's that stuff in in India, you know, anything you do outside of the norm, right? There's engineers, yeah. there's doctors, there's lawyers, there's chartered accountants. That is the universe that most parents see their kids go into. Sports, sports professional wrestling is like even out there, further than sport. Yeah. Uh, for you to be able to take that chance and you know to 
try to build a life out of that uh, it's it takes a lot of guts so you know that's that's commendable and so uh, since you're behind the scenes right i'm sure most of us would love to know because in india people don't know how it works and even even as a professional uh, fighter right for me i'm into combat sports we have our entrance music we walk out we do our veins we do our fights but most of the promotions in in that aspect focus on the fight itself not nothing around it professional mm. wrestling is about everything else the mm. way you present yourself the way you are on the mic you cut promos the way you walk out you dress the lights the music uh how did that i'm sure you grew up watching wwf so you you already had something in mind but yeah. in practicality when you had to execute it how did that work out did you face challenges could you tell me a little bit more behind the scenes mm. with regards to me facing challenges initially yes uh, i am i was not a public speaker per, uh, per se if you go back to my roots from college from school i was not a public speaker i was just another you know child or a kid who was an introvert who was just by the book and everything but here as you said that it requires a certain skill right so yes absolutely i had to you know work on the art of being a public you know speaker and cut promos and everything basically you have to grab the audience in that they right. are you know basically they want to watch you they have to hate you or they have to love you because right. if uh, the line is like this that there is no up or down then it doesn't matter you would not become the best or you wouldn't get recognized by the you know the big leagues basically right. the wwe the aew in professional wrestling so you have to go outside the box basically right. Yeah, yeah you 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 need to get that reaction from the crowd i get that yeah and sometimes it's it's you know you may have all the storylines in mind and the crowd reacts in a way and you have to go in a different direction uh, which is what you see uh, daniel brian was a, was a clear example the cm punk but even if i don't look at wrestlers uh, paul heyman vince mcmahon the character teddy long they've been so amazing on the mic that they make you want to watch them even though they're not really wrestling so and you're an authority figure if i'm not mistaken right yeah yeah yes yeah, so how, yeah. <laughs> how, how how is that coming along how do how is that working out um you know sometimes uh it's a it's difficult you know in the past uh, i can say two years many things uh, you can say back of the stage and um so we are back uh if you guys can hear me please uh, let me know i'll try to get abby back online 
हेलो हे अभिषेक आई थिंक बोथ ऑफ अस गॉट म्यूटेड फॉर सम रीजन सो आई रीस्टार्ट द स्ट्रीम इफ यू कैन रीजॉइन आई विल ब्रिंग यू बैक इन so abhishek is going to join back uh, if you guys can hear us please let us know i'll also type it out to Hey, Abhishek. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Perfect. I'm not sure what happened there, but apparently both of us got muted. So somebody in the chat was able to let me know. Uh, mm -hmm. So I had to reach out to you. Sorry about that. So yeah, uh, you were saying about your role as an authority figure. Yeah. So uh, basically, right now, uh, you know, the things have come about with regards to me that. i am an authority figure as you said and uh, authority figures uh, on screen they have to have an aura like you just pointed out with regards to there have been many iconic uh, you know figures paul heyman vince mcmahon teddy long and many others so you have to you know for me i have to make sure that how i distinguish myself from them right and uh, you know and also make sure that the audience uh, you know actually cares about the wrestlers who are performing and me, uh, and me myself as well because you have to go out there you have to perform you have to do everything that there is mm -hmm. but make sure that you get eyes on the product in india yeah. there are uh, you know minuscule number of uh, promotions who are doing professional wrestling and they are known worldwide so mm -hmm. wrestle square or chief wrestle square is one of it right so i think yeah. uh, there's you guys uh, up there uh, you guys are in chandigarh right no. No, uh, no we are uh, in delhi ncr you're in delhi ncr but you did a show in chandigarh if i'm not mistaken some time back yeah yeah right and you have great khali's academy up there i think cwe Uh, yeah. these are the only two i realistically really know of i don't know if there any anyone else out here are there a lot more yeah there are a few others but okay. uh, you know just like you said uh, that there are only two or three which are actually known to the right. public worldwide yeah got it yeah so you know uh, even from a if, if if i look from a professional wrestler's point of view their options in india is so limited that i think you know most of them can't even i mean i don't think anybody can really consider going full time into professional wrestling unless they want to go all in and say ki nahi hum we have to build a 
record or we have to build our talent and then showcase it to the larger world like AEW, WWE. I mean, yeah. it's 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 very extreme. There's nothing in between. Yes, I would agree. But uh, you know, the times uh, and these uh, the promotions which you just mentioned, they are getting to that uh, you know perspective, and we have to make sure that we have to invest our money, we have to market ourselves, and we can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like the. Uh, you know, professional wrestling promotions all over the world. We have in Japan, we have in Europe, we have in uh, North America, so mm-hmm. and Canada. So, you know, India is also going forward in that direction. And even there was an article a few years ago that uh, maybe WWE is thinking of having a NXT India sort of stuff, you know, going mm-hmm. uh, here, maybe in the future. But, you know, it all comes down to with regards to why would WWE want to do that for the money? Right. India is one of the biggest markets there is of consumption of the WWE product. Mm-hmm. So they are thinking of having a base here. So, right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I really hope they do because, you know, uh, I love seeing talent. And, you know, I know they've experimented with trying to get Indians up there. There was Jin- the Jinder Mahal experiment, as people call it. Uh, yeah. I liked him as a champion. I know a lot of people did. And he, he, he drew extreme reactions on the negative side, which is what yeah. you want. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah. but uh, <laughs> again, you know, they cut it short. Then they tried Indashare. It's still in start-stop, whatever it is right now. Way mm-hmm. back, we had Tiger Ali. Tiger Ali Singh, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, yeah. So it's been on and off, uh, but never really going all in, except for the Jinder Mahal period. Uh I really hope they can get it done. Uh, but, you know, between you and me, it's not just WWE, right? It's it's even when I look at MMA or boxing or kickboxing, they all want to come to India. But outside of India, there's the pay-per-view culture. And that's what they make money on. Yeah. And India is the pay-per-view. That, yeah. that culture would not exist. And I think people, a lot of promotions don't understand how can they economically make it make sense for the Indian market. And that's where I think they still struggle. I, yeah. I mean, you can let me, let me know from a professional wrestling point of view if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, with regards to WWE, WWE has a uh, deal with Sony, Sony right. Sports. And, uh, you know, I myself only, uh, you know, watch wrestling if I have the time with regards to, you know, recently. I watch on the apps. Right. I watch AEW on the Discovery Plus and uh, WWE on uh, Sony Live. So uh, I think that if WWE or AEW or any other promotion, uh, you know, is thinking of tapping into the Indian market, they only go with regards to B2B deals. It right. is business to business. Uh, the consumers, they are. Uh, they have now gotten the perception, like you said, that, uh, you know, Indians or maybe our market do not, uh, you know, consume that much based on the money that they, uh, we have been in the habit of, you know, free with regards to watching professional wrestling from the nineties. Uh, so it is now very difficult with regards to tapping into the markets here so they do you know live events here and there like uh, uh, i guess it happened in september Mm. recently 
yeah so other than that we don't see much and with regards to merchandise they have uh, you know taken away mm-hmm. the merchandise deal they had with the the sold sold store, sold uh, store. store. yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that that is sad. You know, they had some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you know, somebody said yes, they are not ready to pay fifty dollars for a UFC pay per view. I I completely agree with you. I think India in India, even if a pay per view comes, there are enough people to get cracked streams out there, and yeah. watch it. <laughs> so that's not yeah. going to work anyways. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so you know, uh, coming back to your figure, right? Uh, every figure has a catchphrase. Right, yeah, yeah. Vince McMahon was you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul Heyman has this unique, you know, uh, when he comes in, he has this uh, unique way of introducing himself. My name is Paul Heyman, and I'm yeah. whatever, whatever, and he says the rest. Teddy Long would come in and make those random tag team matches, so that was his style <laughs> of <working. laughs> Yeah. What is yours? Uh, I have this thing that uh, if there are two people bickering. Uh-huh. in the ring and it just doesn't make sense or there is that just one guy is pushing bitching and moaning then i just go there with the wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute that hmm. what the hell is happening i am the uh, authority figure here hmm. who are you to make matches what is happening you know the thing is that yes matches happen the contract signings which we see Uh, in professional wrestling or just you know for the sake of sports entertainment but yes you have to make sense you have to make people interested in your product that is the thing so i just do that okay nice yeah and uh, and, uh, you know sometimes you get crowd which connects sometimes you get crowd which don't and uh, even if you have something planned out as a promo you may have to change things on the fly. Like CM Punk was a master at doing that and working the crowd. How, how does yeah. it work for you? How do you get your mindset into that place? Um, firstly, initially, it depends on that. Uh, what is uh, the premise and what are uh, what is my you know uh, perspective on this thing? That if I am being a fan favorite or I am a voice to the fans. So then I have to go into that zone that uh, know anything, you know, bitching, moaning and stuff, which does, which is taking the crowd, uh, you know, by the throat and putting them down. I have to make sure that the fans have a voice. So I am representing the fans. Mm-hmm. And if the roles are reversed, then I have to, you know, point to the crowd and just say nastiest of stuff <laughs> that I can come up with. And sometimes I also get, uh, you know, thrashed by the stick, by oh, wow. the real authority figures, okay. which are, uh, you know, the director and, uh, you know, the veterans that they say to me that you have gone too far. Okay. But okay. the thing is that, uh, you know, today, if you have to make the people care about you, mm-hmm. sometimes you, you know, you break the line, you right. go forward. Just like you just said, you named him CM Punk. In if you go to his glorious days in, uh, you know, in the independent circuit, mm-hmm. he, you know, ripped away in the fans, you know. Right. But that was what took him from the bingo halls to the big leagues. Right. You know, you have to make people care. 
and once you are you can say a, uh, a heel or a not a fan favorite mm-hmm. and it becomes very easy in the near future to become a fan favorite and the fans are behind you they want you to succeed and you know the rest is history right yeah you need those extreme reactions and sometimes those switch is amazing uh, yeah. and uh, you know I, right now i'm looking at dominic mysterio in wwe and yeah. uh, i'm i'm amazed at the reaction he gets uh, yeah. you know i have a feeling rhea ripley is a big part of it but still uh, kudos to this guy to get that reaction uh, so uh, one of the things you know that uh, i wanted to ask you when you look at other combat sports in india right even if you bring uh, like brave is a big mma organization they came to hyderabad uh, they could not fill the stadium and even when we've done shows you know getting people to come in is difficult yeah. but yeah. one of the uh, mma india nationals what the official decided you know hum log stadium mein karenge hi nahi they planted mm-hmm. the cage in the middle of a mall in bangalore Mm-hmm. and and crowds are coming to watch because in india people love to watch other people fight figure out how to convert it but when you go out with your promotion with wrestle square uh, do you see a lot of people coming in uh, you know i would uh, you know agree with the thing that you have just said you know it is very difficult for the people to actually make them care about right. that what is happening only as as you said people are fighting you have to come you have to watch yeah right, right. so yeah we we need to figure out a way to get people to you know yeah, care about it and uh, you know mohammad ali was a very famous boxing legend right yeah and i don't know a lot of people don't know this but before he started his legendary career apparently he went to a professional wrestling event he saw professional wrestling cutting promos he mm-hmm, said mm-hmm. people don't care about boxers so everything mm-hmm. else he did from that point of time he was mimicking professional wrestlers mm-hmm. and that made people care about boxing we need somebody like that in india whether it's in wrestling or some other sport to come out yeah. with those promos which make people care uh yeah yeah i i hope we get that but how are the promos of the wrestlers that you have seen in wrestle square unfair um, question i know i don't want to put you on the spot but still uh, an objective view yeah objective view i can say that uh, since i started on screen in uh, january of 2020 and now i see people there has been a drastic improvement with regards to the promos they are also understanding the aspect that you have to make people care right or else you are just doing it for yourself you are doing it uh, probably for your quote and quote addiction uh, or making sure that you stay out of you know the stuff which happens around the world mm-hmm. you know which is not good basically so right. keeping yourself out of trouble you go every day you train every day and you know you do the shows when you know it is weekly or it is uh, you know two days a week or whatever mm-hmm. but it it can't be sustainable unless you make sure that the fans care right uh, you know you see uh, right now uh, the wrestlers are putting their stuff online uh, on uh, instagram or facebook or youtube whatever mm-hmm. they want that the fans care 
and right. and that is the perspective of uh, you and many of the other uh, you know people in combat sports as well right. so you have to make them care and uh, you know you just talked about a you know incident with regards to having a cage in the mall mm-hmm. very reminiscent of uh, wcw nitro's first episode <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they had it in the, the mall of America. Yes, right. so you know, then it got traction, and then you know, stuff happened with the NWO and everything, and it became what it became. Right. But yes, it is difficult right now, and it has been. But you have to make sure that how can you put in in uh, the you can see the investment with regards to marketing your product and making fans actually care and it is a streamlined stuff that you know show happens people come in and everything happens right right there and yeah. there yeah right you know so you know i was a management student and even then my fan fan brain never stopped working and uh, yeah. before i got into b school i was just thinking from a fan point of view ki ha i love watching the show and this is how it works i love the characters and then i realized once i got into b school that everything is branding and marketing and vince mcmahon yeah. is a branding and marketing genius the stuff he did was insane and like yeah. you said the wrestlers today have social media it's easier for them to reach out make people hate them or like them if they get it right back in the day there was nothing and i remembered one uh, 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 this thing one story i read about uh, this guy uh, uh, the million dollar man Ted DiBiase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Vince McMahon wanted people to hate him, and he had this opinion that people hate really rich people who show off their wealth. So every yeah. city they would go to, he would give Ted DiBiase thousands of dollars, no limit, mm-hmm. and he would say yeah, go yeah. to a local bar and just be as obnoxious as possible. <laughs> and that was an org- organic way of building that hate. Uh, but when I think about it, that's such a genius move from Vince McMahon. And yes. uh, I know, I'm, I know, even uh, people in India, uh, when I actually wrestle square, it must be very difficult for them to come up with these things. But you know, you have to have that brain to even run an organization like this. Yeah, agreed. And uh, you know, the investment, like you said, that which Vince McMahon made has, you know, entered multifold. So whatever he invested, he got out of it, you know, multifolds. Right. brilliant stuff exactly so uh, what is the craziest uh, gimmick you've seen in in india or wrestle square uh right now what i have uh, seen you can say it it is pretty tame okay because there is also a fear with regards to how the audience reacts and how uh you know your relatives your friends your uh, parents might react or get something if you know if hap- if there something happens basically right uh, it is pretty tame as of this point but uh, you know people find themselves in these characters and in the aura and the atmosphere that they are in so right. you know you can see maybe some characters down the line in the near future which you know stand out uh, to the world and basically right. uh, people from you know 
Europe or Japan, they, you know, book them as well. Right, right. Uh, you know, I think yeah, in the Indian professional wrestling is still finding its feet. But like Japan, yeah. they've built their brand around, you know, uh, a lot of strong style wrestling is, as they like to call it. And that's been yeah. their brand. And they have a very high so American wrestlers go there to build their craft and come back and become better. So we need something like that. Maybe not exactly the same, but a brand in India. That if you come to India to learn your craft, this is the brand of wrestling you will learn. Uh, and I hope we get there sometime soon. I think it's just a matter of finding our feet uh, over time. Right. Yes. So, oh, somebody said we should host wrestling events in India like if it's a carnival. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Fortunately, unfortunately, the logistics sometimes is like a big hassle behind these things. I'm sure Abby can let us know more. Uh, but yeah, that is something we should actually do because in India, people love festivities, and yeah, yeah. club it with that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. right. So, uh, have you? Do you watch any other combat sports? Um, you know, if I go about uh, recently. I heard about uh, the battle which happened a few days ago. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, there were many notable people which were in attendance, Vince McMahon, The Undertaker, and many, uh, some people from the Saudi government. I heard oh, about that. But, Tyson Fury was in Nagano, the box. Yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, if I can be very blunt or very honest right now, um, professional wrestling or combat sport, mm -hmm. there is a spark which is lacking. You know, mm -hmm. I had my stuff with regards to uh, which I had to take care of at home. So I wasn't able to watch. Right. But still, if there is something which piques your interest, you would go out of your way and you would watch that right. particular segment either on YouTube or either Facebook or any other stuff. But mm -hmm. right now, uh, you know, if I have a holistic view with regards to the whole, uh, you know, professional wrestling and combat sports, uh, I'm not seeing it as of right now. Maybe it is, uh, some people say that the uh, astrology is at fault or maybe something is happening that there are some changes which are in about uh, maybe in the couple of months forward, we would see that you know it is back everything is back people are you know interested and they want to watch right let's see but right now mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah no i I, I agree with you you know and to be honest I, I love combat sports all forms of it because i fight myself and i love watching yeah. fights but i know somebody who doesn't fight will not appreciate that if two people are grappling in an mma cage and nothing is moving you would not appreciate it same in a When it's very technical, somebody who's in the sport may enjoy it, but somebody's outside may not. But then we have all these non-boxers come in, like Jake Paul, Logan Paul, and they've taken it by some, and people want to watch them, even if it's just to make, just to have them lose. And when they yeah. don't lose, it makes people so mad that people buy the next one 
<laughs> just to see them lose again and that yeah. is a never ending cycle and what logan paul did when he came to wrestling you know i did not have high expectations you know it was for me just a gimmick but the guy performed at an insanely high level uh, what is your opinion on that front uh uh the thing that uh, you know i just mentioned that i was only you know watching here and there so right. whatever i got from uh, the you know the clips and the opinions which i read online right. logan paul uh, you know he needs to get his due mm-hmm. he did some pretty amazing stuff and uh, basically the perspective is to get people to watch and uh, you know like you said that mma boxing or professional wrestling he mm-hmm. got people to watch even if it was from a state of you know they uh, wanted that the other guys beat up him to the mat mm-hmm. but you know he got the numbers mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's all that matters exactly yeah. to the business yeah right i mean those two brothers i mean you can say anything about them they are they are business geniuses uh, even with his prime energy drink i mean that is insane you see prime everywhere around the world now yeah. so uh, insane that we need people like that in every sport to bring that sport up uh, uh, even if the yeah. purists hate it that's <laughs> yeah. what the business needs <laughs> yeah agreed agreed so so abhishek you know uh, this is like a very uh, beaten question everybody asks this to everybody in wrestling all the time but if you had a mount rushmore for wrestling yeah. <laughs> what would it be uh you know uh i started watching at the age of 5 so you know i can name uh, you know many people with regards to who i you know uh, resonated with so right. i can say you know maybe the rock stone cold steve austin uh, cm punk and uh no hollywood hulk hogan maybe bret hart nice. you know <laughs> the list goes on and on <laughs> yeah you know it's it's very difficult yeah. right to put yeah. four john cena you know the, there are many people right yeah right and you know like you said there are some people who you just resonate with so yeah, yeah. and uh, with cm punk right i mean uh, i really really wanted him wanted to see him succeed everywhere else it's been a little rough last few years for him uh both in mma and professional wrestling uh yeah but what do you think do you think we'll see him back again after the whole aw fiasco uh it's very difficult you know as of this point uh, to say what can and cannot happen many right. people are uh, you know speculating that we might see him in the upcoming survivor series pay-per-view which is right. in chicago mm-hmm. um i don't know you know my you know my brain who is a fan who is a mark mm-hmm. he wants him you know at the next pay per view and it would give me a you can say a push to watch mm-hmm. uh, professional wrestling after a long as time basically right. and you know but the thing with regards to me as a person as an individual i want i was at a time a huge mark or a fan of cm punk but right now if somebody asked me i would want him uh, to be happy 
Right. If he is happy staying at home, he my guest. He is at home. He is happy. I am happy. And if he is there, he thinks that there are some stuff which he needs to check off his list, like main eventing WrestleMania, maybe wrestling Roman Reigns, maybe wrestling Seth Rollins, maybe Cody Rhodes. If he wants that, and if WWE thinks that they can make money off of him still. Mm-hmm. You would see him at Survivor Series. Right. Yeah, yeah we have a comment that he's under the devil mask. That is CM Punk. <laughs> I'm not sure what devil mask. But <laughs> yeah, in AEW, there's a storyline which is you know coming about. Okay, I, don't I, know. I missed that. <laughs> yeah. That'll be interesting if he is. <laughs> Yeah, you never know. In interesting, you can never say, right? And like they say, never say never. That is number one. Yeah. True, you never know. Yeah. The story may just change overnight. Yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I had been a big fan of both CM Punk and AJ Lee. Uh, mm-hmm. And when they both left, you know, it was really sad to see that, you know, they gave Nikki Bella that longest title reign just to get AJ Lee's name off the list. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, talking about titles, you, you know, uh, obviously it's not like MMA or boxing where, you know, there are sanctioned fights and, you know, you have to make weight and stuff like that. A lot of it is storyline driven. Uh, yeah. But still, you know, uh, titles hold a lot of weight for both the audience and for the wrestler's career. Uh, right now, we've seen this weird thing in WWE. Like all, all, over, all, the, all the time, you know, in the past when we had splits, we had the WWE and the World Heavyweight title, which was the WCW title. Then again, they came back together again, split. Then suddenly you had the universal title. And now, officially speaking, there are three world titles. They haven't retired the universal title yet or unified it with WWE yet. And there's the world heavyweight title, which Seth Rollins has. For me, as a fan, it kind of, you know, dilutes the whole concept of being, of having a world championship title and confuses the lineage a little bit. But in your mind, how does it work for you? I mean, oh, because you're from the industry, what would the mindset be there, in your opinion? You know, uh, your perspective, I would agree absolutely. It mm-hmm. dilutes, uh, you know, the stuff, the lineage and whatnot. But, you know, th- there might be some, you know, uh, decision at, at play in the back of the minds of the bookers, the agents, and, uh, of course, Vince McMahon that there needs to be a championship on this, you know, on this show, uh, SmackDown on Raw. And there are people who can represent the title better. So they want to have those two titles uh, on stuff on their shows. But uh, right now, what has gone about throughout the years, now the championships are just like, Props, maybe. I would think uh, that maybe when uh, Roman Reigns had the title Mm -hmm. for the longest of time, that would have brought in a lot of prestige to the championship because it was very reminiscent of what uh, Kazuchika Okada of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling had. He had a lengthy run. There was only one championship. Mm-hmm. which meant the world to the wrestlers uh, mm-hmm. in the promotion. So it brought the prestige that this is our champion. This is our world, uh, you know, championship holder. Right. If you have to become the best, you have to beat this guy. 
There right. was a time in 2014, 2015 when AJ Styles, you know, joined New Japan Pro Wrestling. He had to beat Okada in right. order to, you know, rise to the occasion that now I am the best. Right. So right now, you know, Roman Reigns is the standard. Right. But I can, uh, you know, testify to. Yeah. So the person who beats him gets made just the with the fact that he beat Roman Reigns. It doesn't matter yeah. how long the title reign goes after. Yeah. But beating him is the is the key. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Somebody somebody said wait till Viper find out how many sets of title belts there are in AEW. Oh. <laughs> I've been trying to keep track, but to be honest, yes, you're right. I get surprised to see that number of belts there. Because not just their own belts, they they have ROH coming in as well. Yeah. Uh, Defy belts turn up over there every now and then. And for mm-hmm. a point of time, Impact was coming in there and people were showing off the Impact belts as well. So not yeah. just the AEW belts, but even the others that they bring in, it, it, it sometimes gets very, very confusing. I, I totally agree with you there. Uh, but what Tony yes. Khan is doing is something very different. Uh, so I think it's still experimental, but it's very good for professional wrestling, in my opinion. Both as a fan and if you have as a wrestler, I would love the fact that AEW has come up. Yeah, yeah agreed. <laughs> right. Um, so uh, right now, uh, I know you haven't been watching a lot of wrestling from what you yeah. mentioned, but uh, mm-hmm. even from what you hear, uh, who do you think uh, are the ones who are... Uh, coming up as new wrestlers who you see becoming legends going ahead uh, i can say darby allen is one of the said wrestlers who can be mm-hmm. and uh, uh, yeah right now i only get darby <laughs> allen <laughs> Okay. Yeah, because, you know, I have uh, currently what I got to know with regards to Darby Allen, that was that, uh, you know, he has the potential, he has the hunger, he has everything that there is, and he has focused himself on, you know, his path to being the best in professional wrestling. Right. So that is what, you know, gets you that, hey, th- this guy has that and he is also being featured in main event storylines with the likes of sting with yes. uh, you know edge or adam copeland uh, christian right. cage so right. they are making sure the other guys as well that this guy darby allen makes it to the level you right. know he gets it you know right. to the stars right let's see what happens now uh, let's yeah uh I, I hope they build him very well because, you know, the whole Sting, Darby Allen connection, I think that's been working very well for both him and for AEW. So if that keeps going uh, and yeah, with Adam Copeland and Christian in play, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, it should be good. Hopefully. Yeah. Let's see. So uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, have you wrestled? Because I thought you wrestled at some point, but I'm not sure if I got it wrong. No. No, not I yet. I haven't okay. wrestled. I only got drop kicked once <laughs> in the <laughs> ring. <laughs> okay. Was yeah. it like, uh, I mean, yeah, did. Uh, so I know there are wrestlers who are stiff and wrestlers who are not. I hope this one was <laughs> not a stiff drop kick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, I have to maintain kayfib, so <laughs> yes, <laughs> that yeah. hurt. It, uh, you, you broke a few ribs, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you see yourself uh, performing or trying to get into a match? Uh, only if the situation, you know, asks me to. If you go about in the past, that there was a time when uh, there were matches booked with. Yeah. Uh, Paul Heyman or Eric Bischoff or Vince McMahon, they were there just for the sake of getting the other guy over. Right. So if that is the mind, uh, uh, you know, that is the POV for the said stuff, then sure, why not? Nice. And and you guys have the hardcore title in uh, Wrestle Square, right? Which is something yes. I used, I used to love that concept back in WWF and even twenty four seven yeah. when it came up I was excited initially and then they just <laughs> turned it to crap but uh, yeah. that was a really good way to get authority figures involved without really ruining the title lineage I thought uh, yes. at least back in the day um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, fingers crossed maybe you as an, maybe Abby Maniac someday decides he wants the hardcore title. <laughs> <laughs> if I get the championship, I would, uh, you know, deposit it in the bank locker. <laughs> Never t- t- take it out. Take I it would out be the only champion <laughs> who has a reign of 30, uh, you know, 365 days or 400 days or whatever. <laughs> you, you you sound like the million dollar man and his million dollar man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh Oh, interesting. What's somebody's asked a question? What's one wrestling myth that Abby got to learn when he got into the business that he didn't know before? Uh, That's an interesting you know, question. There, there was, uh, there were a lot of things which I got to know of post uh, when I, you know, joined Wrestle Square. Previously, I didn't have a FN clue. There were a lot of things that what happens backstage, what can and cannot happen once you have the mic in your hands Mm -hmm. and what should be your mindset with regards to cutting a promo and, you know, accidents can and cannot happen. And you have to go with the flow on the fly. How, uh, how the, you know, the outcome of the match can change. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff. You have a, you can say, rose-colored glasses previously. That, you know, I would earn, you know, million, billion dollars from this, uh, you know, this business and whatnot. But when you get into uh, the nick of it, the thick of it, then you get, you know, a vast perspective that, you know, uh, the stories which are told that, you know, Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn got into the business and they had to grind for at least 15 years. Then afterwards, they got their, uh, you know, their job or you can say their employment with WWE NXT and then WWE. That mm-hmm. too wasn't guaranteed because Kevin Steen was not in uh, quote-unquote shape, which the WWE, you know... Mm-hmm. Founders yeah, about, but yeah, the look, still, the look that McMahon loves, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but you know, he got out of it, you know, yeah. uh, Kevin Steen, he, you know, uh, you can say he won them 
the management over with his mic skills with his presence with his you know mm-hmm. his work ethic and everything in between so right as that okay um and uh, w- you know there's all there's been some scary incidents you know that we hear about back in wwf because when you can sometimes you should take risks and uh, sometimes it will go very badly and the owen hart incident obviously is one of, is top on that list you know the way he passed away unfortunately did you see any such scary incidents in india uh, that you can talk to us about um i you know the only thing which you know i got to know of or which is every day that could be that you know with regards to what you are asking that physical sense there have been uh, you know one or two incidences of injury which mm-hmm. have happened one uh, it happened in the ladder match which was a fatal four way bout for the intercontinental championship a few years ago and other things which i personally can attest to it could be the promos that sometimes i go too far and then i get this uh, thing you know the promoter and the you know the director he can tell you that you right. know you went too far it is not good we have to suspend you for a bit and you can stay home whatever and stuff like that right but you go into that perspective that was i wrong or was i right or you know or if it is the work culture mm-hmm. which gets you that was there someone who isn't happy with what you are or what is that the people aren't happy with what you have become mm-hmm. in a very short period of time yeah, but right. you know you have to take care of everything that there is at play it yeah, can't right. happen obviously but yeah. i have now come to the conclusion that i would do my best each and every time if i have been offered an opportunity to step in the ring and i would make sure that the uh, you know the thing which i have been you know offered with at uh, getting the other guy over getting myself over getting the company the brand over that the you know the brands from all over the world whether it's new japan whether it's any aw wwe or you know defy wrestling and mm-hmm. anything they right. notice that there, there is some stuff which is brewing in india right. we can't take ourselves uh, you know for granted and we should work with the you know the promotion here in india we can you know build mountains in the right. years to come so right great yeah. uh, abhishek i think your camera feed is going on and off maybe there's a little bit of network issue but we can hear you clearly but uh, yeah, yeah uh, we've been almost we've been speaking for an hour i didn't even realize it's been an hour now <laughs> so i don't want to people bore people anymore but before yeah. we end right if you want to share something with people or if you, if abby maniac your character wants to share something go ahead this is your stage right now um just i want to say that uh, you know follow your highest excitement if you have a perspective in today's you know in today's you can say uh, world where you know here we are told here in india or anywhere else that you know it is only the money and everything which matters but as the years are going by 
uh, it comes to a very harsh realization that the only thing which really matters at the end of the day is your peace and your happiness. So I would like to say that if you are doing two things, have one for the money, but have one for your happiness, for your joy and for your peace as well. Perfect. Perfect. And, you know, I should have ended there, but, you know, somebody asked another question and I thought maybe we'll address this last one before we get off uh, of air. Uh, so somebody wanted to ask you, is there chances of Wrestle Square working with CWE or other international projects? Uh, with the other brands uh, globally, I would say yes, there is a strong possibility in the, you know, in the near future. With CWE, I can't really put my stamp on it. I can't say anything with regards to that. But, uh, you know, if it makes sense, if uh, I'm just sharing my opinion, right. not of the brass and of the, you know, uh, people who are in management. But if it makes business sense for both the brands, i.e. CWE and Dress Square, they should work and have a super show maybe anywhere in uh, India and, you know, make noise, which, you know, goes throughout the globe. I'd say. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah uh, don't hold Ab Abby to, to it. But in wrestling, they say never say never. And, yeah. you know, I really hope one day we see Abby leading a tank and <laughs> that'll be amazing to see <laughs> but yeah thanks a lot happy this has been a lot of fun uh thank you for thank joining you. us i'm sure people enjoyed this and yeah good evening hope i hope to meet you in person one day yeah yeah likewise thanks for having me thanks thanks